Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. That's right, everybody. It is another episode of the Curb Your Enthusiasm podcast here on Post Show Recap Talking Season 11, Episode 3, The Mini Bar. Josh Wiggler. Uh, I, I see Akiva. I acknowledge Akiva. I connect with Akiva. Akiva, how are you? I'm great. We're like the two middle people at, yeah. a, at, a, at a dinner party. Very clearly. We're... Would you consider yourself a middler? You're like a middle person? I think I am, if it's yeah. arrogant to say. But like, yeah. It I, is. I think like, I'm it's kind of uncouth. But like, you know, that's sort of like the lot that we drew as middlers. Like, we have to like be the ones who are willing to self-identify. I, if I'm at like some sort of dinner shindig and there's like someone who's like left out, then I like always try and get them involved. Although right. sometimes I found they don't really want to be involved, but sure. I always feel bad for them. Yeah. How many dinner parties are you throwing these days? Not not many, <laughs> but I but also like really we do Shabbat dinner every Friday night, yeah. and like that a lot of times if you have guests, like that yeah. really turns into its own dinner party. Is there so. a lot of like table dynamics you're taking under consideration? It's like funny, are, is it a signed seating have... or are you like uh, are you pushing past Larry? At my mom's house, it's assigned seating. You know, she's like, you know, like at our house. No, but when you have kids, they're very into who they sit next to. They want to sit next to their mom or yeah. a certain person. So they're pretty strict about that stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of uh, table arrangements, we are not alone. Uh, we've got two guests with us this week on the Curb podcast. Uh, why don't you set this up, Keeve? Who are we? Who did we invite over for dinner this week? Yeah. So this is like. Uh, I don't know. It's like uh, I don't know how you'd say it. Like it's uh, the most get- ambitious crossover of all yeah. time. It's like when the Flintstones met the Jetsons. Uh-huh. That's really what it is. <laughs> yeah, that's uh huh. Yeah, so which one's pretty? Are we? Pretty. I I feel we like we're the, we're the only ones on the call right now. We're the Flintstones so got- for sure. Yeah. You want Flintstones. to be Flintstones? I but I, who like are you Fred or are you Barney? Well, I'm not I I'm uh I don't I guess I don't have like a strong preference. 
mm-hmm. but if we were the Jetsons, I think I'd want to be Rosie the robot because I'd want to be a robot. Okay, that's like and the I, only character there a dog I've got. in the Jetsons. I Astro. Seen the Jetsons well. Yeah, I'll be Astro. You could be Rosie the robot. Though. Okay, cool. All right, so we've claimed Jetsons, and mm-hmm. who are we bringing in as the Flintstones? All right, so from from a real per, uh, curb podcast, per, yeah. the pretty pretty good podcast. It is Alex Chester and Av Sinensky, oh two God. real Curb podcasters, coming to school us on this week's episode. All right. Coming in for the all-you-can-eat hot dog competition, Chester and Av. We just have to come here in person because otherwise we would have missed the disappointment on your face. Uh-huh, when you yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing, Chester, that podcasting is an audio medium. Yes. Uh, I like uh, normally our podcast is J to J and yours is J to J. So I guess tonight we are J to J to J. To J. Yeah, we're like four J's. Uh, yeah. yeah. And so we picked the right episode for that, I think. Definitely. Because yes. like we can like all four of us can say Julu. Like that's OK. Like we <laughs> can do that. You you out yeah. there listening might not be able you might to not be that. able to say a lot of them probably can. But yeah. some of them can't. But some of you can't do that. Uh, some of you are not yeah. allowed to do that. <laughs> is it illegal for me to ask if anyone all in here is Jewish? Yeah, I think like you know we're in a safe safe space, safe space. I think everyone it here is, is uh, okay with that. It, I don't know how familiar you are with Elon Gold, uh, Josh, who plays the um, the head of Hulu. No, in, in not at episode. all. But I, I like he is very like if you need like a comic for like a Jewish school, he's your first call. If you need like. Uh, like he is. Yeah, like I've, the I've heard Jewy him. Comic. I've heard him at Jewish, like at, as like the guest at, at events at least six mm-hmm. times in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah he is. Know. That is his whole job. It's like, him and like, Mo- it's him and Modi. They're the him and Modi. Mo- yeah, there's another guy, Modi, who does like the comedy seller a lot. Is a little bit more like. So was that like an, was an in episode? joke when when Larry's like, is he a stand up? Like, is this, does he do? Is this his shtick? Yeah, he is a stand up. Yeah. Yeah. But he was, I was doing like worst belt comedy in this one. And, and we we yeah. we need to ask him, and perhaps we will on our podcast. Um. How much of what he so for example he named Barry Weiss. I'm positive that Larry David has no idea who that is. I don't know. No, 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 no idea. Yeah, but but that that was the way. Very very fortuitous day to mention Barry Weiss. She's like trending all over Twitter. Yeah, she's starting a new uh, Trump University or something, right? She's trying to trade on her new curb notoriety. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, Uh, we should start a we should start a podcast in college. Thirty two fans. That's an interesting idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, is like an actual, like, like not a uh, real one, the very yeah, Trumpy one, where we course. just take people's money and run. <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, yeah, it's called uh, Patreon.com/slash Post Show Recaps. Is uh, is, is that, that what you right? do? Is that just a podcast in college? Well, you, just... you know, uh, there's we're trying, we're trying, uh, we're trying out some courses. Uh, maybe some summer school coming your way. We're we have to. That's a stretch goal. We haven't we haven't quite achieved that yet. Uh, Chester and Ob, for people who are on uh, the post show recaps feed, because this episode's going to cross post onto the pretty 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 good podcast. Uh, what do you what do y'all do over there? Why should people be like uh, uh like uh running away from our podcast and going towards yours? Let's uh let's start the exodus. Well, first of all. There's room for for both of us, of course. Is there? Right? There's there's no more. It's not like the olden days when you had strict limitations. You could only listen to two podcasts a, or one podcast a How week. How many curb podcasts are out there? Is this a really uh, crowded space? Um, um, I'm aware of four in total, two of which are ours. Uh, yeah, Bill Simmons uh, and House do one for the Ringer. Wait, and then who's that? Bill Simmons. Yeah, I don't know. He's some yeah. guy. And then, no, uh, there's that other one member, Av, that wanted to do a crossover with us. Yeah, there is like a podcast yeah. called The Curbcast that's also covering the season. I haven't seen anybody yeah. else. So I think yeah. it's just the four of us. For Jeff Gard said he was going to start one, but he hasn't done it yet. Uh, Keith, no one else has contacted us to do the crossover. Yeah, nobody's like, do you want to do a crossover? Jeff Garland used to have a podcast, and it was just like him 
interviewing people in front of a live audience and mm. he always seemed very mean and then yeah. it's not. yes yeah it's a good idea for a podcast uh maybe uh terminal four wisdom would be uh would be good oh no uh, yeah. yeah yeah so we've been we've been covering curbs since uh the beginning of 2020 uh we covered the first eight seasons and then we decided to jump ahead to season 11 since uh it would seem silly to not cover a new season of curb while it was airing uh yeah. we've also done a bunch of bonus episodes including uh we did a curb brand steel with the great mike bloom and uh covered some other larry david projects so um if you're you know if you're a curb fan and you want to catch up on our back catalog there's uh about 85 to 90 episodes of uh there for you to listen to um, are you gonna ready? go back to the seasons that you haven't covered yet yeah, after we finish 11, we're going to go back and do 9 and 10. And uh, uh, and then we'll see. Then we'll see. Like, no break. Like, 11 will wrap and you'll just go back in time? Uh, maybe we'll do a bonus episode or two in between to bridge the gap. But, um, yeah. yeah, we're going to ride no weeks off. No weeks off. No we're weeks off. We have, if they don't hurry, you know, season yeah. 12 in 2025 will be out. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. Uh, you never yeah, know. we're going to have to have a lot of bonus episodes between Where do Where do people find the podcast? Give, like, the, the shout. Give the plug. Yeah, so we're uh, we're on every podcast uh, platform, you know, Apple, Spotify, Pocket Cast, all the rest. Uh, we're called Pretty 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 Good. Uh, you can email us at curbpostman at gmail.com if you have any questions or comments on this episode, next episode, past episodes. Um, Larry David I'm was technically on the podcast, right? Yeah, technically. technically. We had... We did it. We did an episode with Jeff Schaefer, the showrunner, um, for season seven, episode ten, the finale on uh, the Seinfeld reunion. And while we were talking to Jeff, Larry popped his head in, so that was super fun. Um, that's amazing. We do not have that uh, pedigree yet, but we're mm, we're looking yeah. for it. We're, 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 we're yeah, if we're lucky, we'll get you know like. Well, uh, we for all we know, Larry might poke his head into Keith's uh, you know background, but Akiva yeah, Akiva off, has so. camera off, so you could say Akiva that uh, you've got LD in there. Larry's there right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have no way of knowing. Um, this is the mini bar episode three, season eleven. Uh, I, I guess I'll I'll I was I was the one I was high on the five foot fence. I was mm -hmm. low on Angel Muffin. Uh, Where are we going? I think I'm like, I think I, I would put this like a scooch above the five foot fence. I thought this was bounce back. Yeah. Um, wait, so you have this as the second best? No, I you, think you... I got this. I think this is my favorite of the season. Yeah, I, think I agree. That this is I, this the best is of the season. My favorite of the season. Yeah. I laughed out loud. I LOL'd multiple times, which yeah. I did not do last week. LOL, Larry. LOL, uh, Kiwi. Uh, <laughs> LOL. Chester, ah, uh, this thumbs up, thumbs down. Where are we at? Also, just like for the post show recaps, people like overall takes on the season so far as the curb historians. So yeah, so I um I I'm kind of with you on the on the first two episodes. I thought the first episode was solid. Uh, I enjoyed myself. Some of that was just like, hey, it's awesome that there's new curb on TV, and like I'm just like ecstatic. I was just like dancing to the curb theme song when it came on for the first time. Um, last episode, um, I I thought was pretty horrible. We actually you yeah. know with our um our cumulative score with like our with the audience kind of like the same thing that you and mike do on down the hatch we actually had it ranked as the worst episode of curb ever, ever. Um, yeah yeah that's where the numbers came in um i absolutely love this episode i'm not going to say this is like you know you know top five or top 10 all time but like i was laughing out loud from beginning to end i thought there was tons of iconic stuff in this episode just basically i thought this episode worked from beginning to end so um i'm super high on this episode i'm really pumped to be here to talk about it chester was was angel muffin the worst episode of curb you think well it wasn't my ranking per worst i That's had just what angel the, muffin. you're just reading the data 
Yeah, exactly. I had Angel Muffin as the fifth worst episode on my personal list. Although, wow. to, uh, to remember, we haven't ranked episodes, seasons nine and ten yet. So, yeah. out of the eight, you know, it wasn't episodes, aggressively bad though. It was just nothing. I think like there are episodes well, that the are. Curve aggressively is never worse. aggressively bad. Like uh, you know. Yeah, but just, I'm yeah, saying was, there's. It didn't. It wasn't try good. It was too long. It, yeah, it, it needed to be edited. And then, but I also had the five foot fence as a bottom ten all time episode. Uh, uh -oh. So yes, tremendous, tremendous bounce back here. Look, much like you know, sports hall of fames, you got to give it five years. I think you got to give an episode of Curb, you know, like it's a bottle of wine. You, you got to mm -hmm. let it breathe. But um, yeah, this is definitely a very, very good episode. Uh, you know, a top, a top uh, quarter, I'd say, a top a quintile at lowest. What so was very, it? Very what, what was it for you, Akiva? That that bounced this one back. Like, uh, it, did it feel like it had like sort of like clarity of focus? Was it just that yes. the jokes were popping? Yeah, I, I thought that there, you know, it was just two setup episodes in a row. We thought it'd be one setup and then boom, it wasn't that at all. This episode really tied things together, moved the plot along, made me realize like, oh, we're probably going to go to six different streaming sites and other places mm -hmm. yeah. for the show during the season. We got. I won you know, the we... streaming draft, by the way, by taking ah, Disney. You picked Hulu. <laughs> I picked I picked Disney with the idea that like Disney's going to take Disney Plus. Disney's taking Hulu. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like Disney too big to fail. Yeah, that was a great pick. I do think usually comedy does not work in two, so I do think we'll see at least one more place. I think where the HBO show goes. is still a good stopover. HBO has got to be in the mix. Yeah. It could yeah. be like well, you I know, think like there now. A junkie streaming site, you know, could be next, like uh, to be you know, voodoo, some funk Funkhauser vision or something. Crackle, next, but like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're just going to be playing be on, on like uh, they're going to have uh, Maria Sophia is going to do like the like the welcome video at the new Funkhauser Hotel. Like that's mm -hmm. how far this will will fall. Uh, maybe, oh, maybe, maybe it'll be yeah, maybe it'll be the entertainment for the new hotel. Right. Like that's exactly. what this, it'll just be like hotel only. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that would be funny. Yeah. Like our show is live on Marriott Vision. Uh, and that's it. I thought Maria Sophia was really great in this episode. Yeah. That was a really funny scene. Yeah. She's uh, a revelation. Things I didn't love, but yeah, that was great. It's funny because the things that make her so bad in the show, you realize like, oh, she's probably killing it on set, like doing these completely nutty things to get laughs uh, and like making such huge choices. Yeah. They're, How they're much of that you know, is like her, her like these th these are her instincts versus like it's it's direction of do you think like do you think that this is like this is all like born at, like this is why she was cast because she just has like sort of like this next level like this uh, quality. the exorcist like uh demonic possession thing that she's got going on yeah she must have shown something because she has just this like incredible quality of like you 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 want to look away but you can't just like a car crash yeah um, and she's just like knocking it out of the park i mean she's just like absolute gold i don't know where they found this person but i i hope she's in every yeah, episode larry went to his friend's daughter's uh, performance right romeo and yeah. juliet yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think I think that and I think, you know, Josh, you ask an excellent question and I and hopefully uh, I'm pretty, pretty good. Maybe we may get an answer later on in the season. Like it's always the question we want to know with some of these guests on the show is how much of it is on the page uh, and how much of it are they bringing to it? Because she makes, as Akiva said, she makes such she takes huge swings in totally random, weird, unexpected directions. Like you have no idea what she's going to do. It's, uh, you know, like the Tyson zone, as some say, it's really incredible. But I think like the reason this episode was so good to me is because everything really made sense. It was buttoned up like, you know, some of the episodes this season, last season without the minute or 27 minute, whatever, you know, traditional restriction have been a little too long in the entering. This episode was not. There was no minute of this episode when I wanted it to end. Um, the physical humor of the fight between Maria, Sophia and Cheryl and then the yeah. Ted appearance. I mean, Av and I had been speculating is Ted dancing still dating Cheryl. 
we found out in the most hilarious way possible. It was a great reveal. It was really, really great that uh, like Akiva, when they mentioned like Ted for the for the show at Hulu, like I feel like, okay, all right. So they're seeing like a a return of Ted dancing. But like, did you have it on the bingo card that he would just like show up on tape, uh, (laughs) like, you know, just like getting into the into the rumble with Maria Sophia? Like that was so far from my mind when it happened that it was uh, my wife and I just like exploded with laughter in that spot. Yeah, ridiculous. It's so great because I, when 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 Larry walks into Cheryl's house, he uh, and by the way, how amazing when when Maria Sophia is like, "Wow, you really took him to the cleaners." That was funny. <laughs> um, yeah. So when Larry walks into Cheryl's house, she's like, "Oh no, no, come in, come in." It's like, "Oh, that's the tacit admission to the listener, to the viewer, that like, oh, Ted is not here. Ted doesn't live here anymore." So then they're like, you know, it was like lostish. It was like, wow. Yeah. Uh, a third act reveal that was amazing. What was what's the least realistic part of that? That Cheryl, who, as far as we know, had no connection to Hollywood whatsoever uh, for eleven seasons. You guys could correct me if I'm wrong. Is all of a sudden an acting coach in her own house? Oh um, well, no, 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 probably he, not a good idea was, in 2021. But she she was a former yeah. actress who had tried who had been on the vagina monologues, who had also been okay. on Seinfeld reunion. Well, she wasn't and in it, the vagina monologues. She lost the part. But, yeah, right. she lost the part. But okay, I forgot she was an actress. It's she probably got the role in the Seinfeld reunion yes. because Larry, like you know, like uh, Jerry didn't that know that she through. acted like a uh, Like he like put he pushed it through, and so like this is clearly like this is what happened next was like her yeah. level of success beyond that was she was able to open up an acting coaching gig inside her house. Like this is sort well, of like I have you go on Survivor that... and then you make money signing autographs at conventions. Av <laughs> and I have learned that that being an acting coach is pretty much the go-to job for failed actors. For yeah. failed actors. Like everyone yeah. who was on an episode of Curb eight years ago and then we can't really find them, we always end up Googling and finding out oh, they're an acting coach now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because, if, because, because working actors, for the most part, like just stay working actors. Right. I will... Uh, why I, I know this is like getting ahead, but we could also ask ourselves like Cheryl sending that full tape in on like without any explanation, without any editing to Hulu <laughs> right. of the I fight guess, where she being assaulted. Is is. <laughs> like, like, did Maria Sophia send this in? Did she like? I want to believe. With- <laughs> I want to believe it was dancing. I, I want to believe that like Ted was like so taken by the whole experience, just like or totally. Maybe he's delighted. trying to like screw over Larry by sending right. this. In. No, that was my. Right. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. I think Cheryl's uh, pissed at Larry for sending this maniac to her house, and she's like, I'm going to ah, fuck you over theory. and screw your show. Yeah. That's a good yeah. theory. Well, what's going to bomb it for Hulu? Because I think we all agree, like, this won't last at Hulu, but Hulu is enamored of Maria Sophia. So what's it going to take to, to ta- like, do they just actually have to meet her and then they'll know they got it wrong? Yeah, I think it'll take about eight seconds, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to guess that that over over the top Jew Elon Gold is going to, you know, uh, get into conflict with Larry at some point. Yeah, or something. Yeah. I mean, like I love when like Larry's like literally telling me like, no, 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 this isn't real. This isn't acting. This is real. She really, she really thinks she stole her jacket. She's really assaulting her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what, what, I don't know where that's going to go. Like I'm, I'm very, I'm very concerned for like, they, they were home free. They, they, uh, they had given the, the terminal wisdom to Maria Sophia's father. He was ready to drop the dream. Uh, he was ready to put waffles on the menu. Uh, they were home free, Akiva. <laughs> it's done. Like now, like they're they're stuck in it. Yeah, I I don't. But I, I want I want to ask you guys a question before I forget. <laughs> and everyone has to be honest. Yeah. How many hot dogs do you think you could eat in a hot dog eating contest? <laughs> hmm. I think I could well, get to ten. I was gonna say ten too. That was my number. I think I can and get it's to 10. twelve minutes. I think or ten minutes now. I think they shortened it. 
You, in you 10, ten minutes? Ho- yeah, well, that's how long the like the July 4th contest is. 10 minutes now. I want right, to see if I can no do a hot dog a minute. Right, the bun, yeah, the bun, the bun, bun yeah. is the big factor, HDBs. Right? Yeah, it's hot dog bun. You got to eat yeah. them all. The bun well, is what right, That's what, what the water's for. You soak them up. Yeah, that's right. like sort of like that's swallow the, them. That's the Takayashi method, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Kobayashi. Uh, yeah, so I, 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 I think sorry. I could only do six or seven. <laughs> Yeah, I think we, I could we get do, close. We to have 10. we do a hot dog eating contest every uh, every fall on uh, on the Jewish holiday of Sarah, my friends here. You do, and well, I, I I don't personally do it, but my group of friends does. So I you okay, know, I, I, I'm a you're the judge. I'm you a keep spectator. a spreadsheet. Yeah, okay, yeah. And so this year, what happened is is unfortunately um, one of the uh, the entrants was late. It was kind of my fault because we went to a, another party beforehand and we were too late. So by the time we showed up, we had missed the hot dog eating competition. So. Uh, it was very controversial. So the guy who won the first one decided to do like he he did a he entered a second tournament against my like the guy who showed up late, and the guy already with a stomach full of hot dogs for the first one forty five minutes earlier won again. <laughs> wow, was which was wow. very impressive. Yeah, that's yeah. very impressive. Um, um, and that- so my answer is it's it's lower than you think. Like you think ten, but mm-hmm. I think like. At eight, all of a sudden you want to murder yourself. But I mean, yeah. I could eat a full like I could eat a whole like pizza pie. You know, like I could definitely. Yes, do it. but like, hot dogs they take so but much not longer in, to but chew. But the ten minutes yeah. I think is the challenge. The ten minutes right? is yeah. right. If you have the, we, you can have only, unlimited we can only we can only ten hot dogs in an hour and a half. Definitely, no but, question. Right. But ten minutes is the challenge. I think a hot ten dog minutes. a minute is very rough. Hot dog a minute is a tough pace. Like you really got to keep pace at that point. Yeah. Uh, like uh, like you definitely got to train for that. It's that like that I don't take lightly. Like obviously Power. you got to do like uh, like five k dog eater or whatever. You know, like you got. Hey, was this the app. next thirty two fans? That yeah. <laughs> Power hour with hot dogs. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, Josh, uh, that was that was. One, I had two questions. That was one, and the yeah. other one was. Um, how like Patton Oswalt does not play himself in this episode. No. And I was surprised by that. It took me a minute to realize that I was like mm-hmm. a little thrown off. It's like Patton Oswalt, I think is like, it's sort of like Vince Vaughn. You're too famous yeah. to not be playing yourselves. And Vince Vaughn. Yeah. So the rule usually is if you're like X famous, you play yourself on curb and it's like, okay, it's not unreasonable that Vince Vaughn would be at a table with Larry, but they both are playing random people in Patton's case. I believe it's someone we've never met before his business manager. Yeah, I think so, he's really yeah. his accountant, it seems like. Yeah. They, they yeah. use we, the term we, business manager, but we've seen many business managers before. Now, I'm going to disagree. I don't think he's too famous. Last season, Fred Armisen played a character. Nick Kroll played a character. Uh, mm-hmm. Rebecca Romaine played a character. These people are all like Patton Oswalt level fame. Paul Shear played, yeah, played a character. I thought yeah. Vince Vaughn is more famous than everyone. The, the bar has definitely yeah, risen oh, over Vaughn, the years. Sure. Yeah, um, yeah. Like early on in Curb, it was it was very clear that if you were like remotely famous, you played yourself. And now we ha- you know we have these guys who are clearly very famous playing characters. Um, you know we ha- we have a whole uh, a whole system on our podcast with the uh, we have the Ted Danson Club for people more famous than Ted Danson that play themselves, and the Richard Lewis Club for people less famous than Richard Lewis who play themselves. <laughs> That's good. So um, these, not, I mean, these are all people that we're talking. Pat Oswalt's in a different club then. Like, is he? He's not more famous than Ted dancing no oh, definitely no, not sure. definitely yeah. not yeah. Yeah. but yeah but to us point i think the first person who was really really famous to play a character and not themselves would be ed asner and that was in season two episode six yeah. so for the first 16 episodes if you were that level of fame you played yourself and then they Got gradually it. yeah um, but um no i think pat oswald is right in the meaty part of the curve of where people are i was take, i was taken out by it a little bit but then I, I i got on board and then i quickly uh refixated on i hate vince vaughn being on the show as a funk just like doesn't work for me and i like i, I was like 
like Keeve, like things are happening as we're like watching the episodes and then doing podcasts. I'm like, oh yeah, I remember takes from the podcast that we did before. Like it started like, you know, like state dependent memory stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, and like I'm like having all of the flashbacks. Like Vince Vaughn as a funk houser just doesn't work. Uh, it really he's doesn't. not goofy at all. He's a no. he's like a straight man. Why have yeah. him as a funk houser? It makes no sense. Yeah. Not Av, you're on the other side of this one, right? Um, no, no, I, I, I think I agree. I mean, I definitely prefer uh, Albert Brooks as a Funkhauser than, yeah, uh, yes. than uh, Vince Vaughn, although he's not a Funkhauser. Funkhauser should be himself. like the nuttiest people on the whole show. They yeah. Not yeah. Be like, Vince Vaughn is like, goes along with Larry's Michigas. Yeah, although retire, I do love the idea. We got to retire the Funkhausers. Like, if we cannot yeah. have Super Dave, like, if Marty Funkhauser is gone, rest in mm -hmm. peace, like, that should be it. Like, you're not going to top that. So, like, you can't you can't like go like even a lateral move is not going to be enough and then like i think you're you're aiming like on a casting level higher with vince vaughn and like it's like it's the exact wrong effect uh like it's like uh i don't know uh feels 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 not great feels not not great uh not great bob God, i'm gonna surprise myself here because listeners of pretty pretty good know that i am definitely not a fan of vince vaughn in general and certainly not a fan of him as the new funk man last season or this season but i actually really liked him in this episode i just i laughed so hard at, at the word funk house yeah <laughs> yeah and no, so no. yeah he wouldn't be my first choice, but I thought he did a fun job in this episode. Yeah, the branding there is a little tricky. I mean, people might show up and expect like this is like some sort of like James Brown like music club, but yeah, you know, but I, I guess mean, you got to like, roll with that. You, we we can't bet against him. Uh, you know what they told him about the mattresses, <laughs> right? Like, go through, uh, but like we're foolish if we bet against uh, any Funkhauser, probably. Mm. Yeah, uh, and I'll say that one one of the things that I really loved about this episode is the whole like Larry being tasked with the job of creating the mini bar for the Funk House is yes. like exactly the right level of stakes. Yeah, talk, talk me through that. Av. Uh, how did you feel about uh, Larry's whole protocol, his process for the for the mini bar? Is this an ideal job? Do you want to like stock a mini bar? It does seem kind of fun. Yeah, I would love this job. It's I mean, if creative, someone, right? If somebody would pay me money to go to the supermarket and buy snacks and just present them and defend why they're good snacks, and I'll say, like, I'm Team Larry here. Like, I would rather you swing for the fences on a mini bar. Like, I, if I open a mini bar, I don't want to see M and M's in there. Like, I could yes, get M and M's two, anywhere. Two kinds of olives in the mini bar. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you need two types of olives, but like, give me, give me the figs, give me the parmesan. No, no figs, no figs. He got, he lost the job on the figs. <laughs> I, the figs I, I am approval. fully on your side on that, Keith. Like, and I'm not even like like i can do a fig like figs got their time and place they could be delicious but they don't belong in the mini bar no wasabi yeah. cheese I, I understand trying yeah, yeah. when are, i are open a guys... mini bar i want to see something interesting yeah. oh okay so I, i'm i'm very much adopted i i despise mini bars in general and i've actually noticed in the last few years that mini bars seem to be kind of over most hotels i've stayed at now just have the empty mini fridge where you can put yeah. your own stuff which yeah, to me is a thousand I, times that's... better I'd much rather have the space for my own choices of food rather than pay exorbitant rates for food I don't really want. And it's even worse. Remember, like, back in the day where, like, they were each sort of digitally, like, if you moved it even a slight yes. centimeter, yep. Yep. you get charged yes. for it. Yeah, yeah that was $11 worst. for me. I've, yeah. I've pulled a move where I've taken stuff from the minibar and then gone to, like, the local <laughs> Walgreens and replenished it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I have uh, electronics that probably I got work. I got in major trouble once uh, for removing all of the contents of a, of a mini bar and then uh, using it. I was on like a, a work trip it was like a comic book convention that I was covering and like a bunch of friends in my uh, of mine and myself. Like we just like used the mini bar for the beers for the weekend. Right. And like we got charged so much money. Yeah, the key uh, is you just you just have to tell them that you're kosher. If you if you say you're kosher, yeah, they can't yeah. do anything to you. Yeah, that's a good point. They can't yeah, even I, ask. I, 
I yeah. spent like almost a month in a hotel this summer, and imagine the sadness of like, yeah, and they they didn't have the mini bar. I think as Alex said, they're getting rid of it. And, like they're so tapped for space. Like give you first of all, give you the fridge, and like why do, why spend room on like this thing that nobody really wants? You get your own food if you really want to spend a ton of money on food, like just order room service. Like imagine the sadness of coming back every day for like a month and looking at like the same four food items, but not eating them uh-huh, every yeah. single time. It's like, That's like hard. the Lay's potato chips, just like haunting <laughs> you for weeks at a time. It would be so, it would be so sad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But now uh, what they do is they put the bottle of water on like the counter, which is like $5 yeah. if you open it. No. I, yeah. It, honestly, Chester, that gets me, that gets me a lot. Like I, I yeah. open, I'm like, shit. Oh no, I did it. I did. I, think, I shouldn't have done I think it. it's sometimes they're free. It's never clear, honestly. It's not, they're, they're and that's a problem. Free, yeah. That's a problem. No, no. They'll, then, they'll like, to clarify be... it, what, are you going to call downstairs? Like, I don't want to yeah. talk to a person. No, there's a, usually <laughs> a tag not. that says something like, if you're a silver elite status, then enjoy this complimentary bottle of water. And it's like, oh, wow. So if I, if I stay in your hotel 27 more times, I'll get a $2 bottle of water. What a win. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Chester, uh, are you, do, you, uh, do you rock the middle? Are you? Can people put you in the middle? Is it a good spot for you at the table? I think I do okay in the middle. It's not my. Yeah. It's not my my first choice. My first choice is to be in the like the opposite of the host. Like the host generally seats at the head, so I want to be on the second head. Okay, because um, like you get you get more space. I like space. Yeah. Oh, um, I thought you were gonna say you get more respect, which I think is also true. Mm-hmm. Like you're putting at like either one of the heads of the table, and suddenly I feel like your profile has risen. Right, that's true. The risk is you can get like boxed in with undesirables. Yeah, like if, if the two people next to you are not people that you want, then like the meal is ruined. Yeah. The corner spots are tricky. Uh, the corner spots are really, really scary. Now, prior to this episode, had you? I've never heard of the concept of the middle. Like usually, it's the it's the two heads that are sort of the most important primary positions for for leading the, the socializing. So I, I thought it was sort of strange that they decided that the middle. You know, nobody ever wants a middle. Uh, you know, as as as, uh, as I've just said, you have the least space, and a car no one wants the middle. You got arms rest issues on both sides. I've never seen the middle as sort of the ideal seat at a, at a yeah. dinner party. I've actually been to to uh, Shabbat meals where the hosts specifically sat in the middle because their their theory was, you know, the hosts always sit like at the top and then like they end up like not talking to half the table. And like you had oh. these guests over and you didn't even interact mm. with them. So they specifically oh. moved to the middle for that purpose. Um, it also makes sense. You know, they're like the connectors of the meal. They're the only ones that 100 percent know everybody there. The thing I enjoyed the most about it was uh, the I, I love when there's like a like a like a, an alliance between Larry and Susie, like when the two of yes. them are. Yes. Vibing on the same yes, frequency. We love that. Yes. Uh, yes. And like she calls him and it's like, this is a huge issue. And he's like, yeah, your dinner party is ruined. You can't sustain <laughs> the middle. Uh, and like, I love, like, can you fix this? He's like, yeah, of course. And his solution wasn't even like especially creative. It was literally just like, you can't, you two cannot hold the middle. Uh, yeah, he fired them. We're gonna, he fired <laughs> them. Yeah. Uh, Akiva, have you heard of this concept? Is this something in your experiences uh, that the that the middle spots are really prime positions? I I've never heard I've never heard the concept, but that's sometimes what Curb does. They like, explain things that you sort of yeah. knew but never put words to. Like the yeah, the middling now it's like if you were to make a dinner party tomorrow, that you would actually have this in mind. Unironically, right, Josh? Yeah. Like yeah, you would actually like use this principle and yes, like sometimes Larry makes sense. Yeah. Well, you need real- to have an odd number on each end, right? If, if you have four people on a side or two people on a side, it doesn't work. 
Yeah, it really depends on the number of people at at the party. I mean, my wife and I always debate this when we're deciding like how many people to invite for for a party. Um, because like we 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 view it as like if there's. Well, you know, we're sh- sh- we're, t- yeah, we're I, what mean, I mean is Shabbat, Shabbat meals, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, if you have six people, six people is like one conversation. Everyone's in on it. Once you go yeah. past six, it turns into two conversations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, by six, you, you mean three couples, couples. right? Three couples. You're a, so, becomes, you're, so you're a three cu- you're a three couple person. Not well, it's like you know, a couple, when you're when you're cooking, you want to try to pack in as many as you want, but then you know, it's yeah. the well. This question is really meeting. only relevant when we're going like plus four people. I guess like the like is there like sort there's got to be like the middle person to an extent in a five, but I guess that's the head. So like you're really looking at like the six is where the questions about the middle begin. Yeah, can well, we talk eight, about yeah, two uh, people on the ends, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can yeah. we talk about the guest list at this dinner party? Yes. Yes. Because please. it doesn't make any sense. Like the the Greens are hosting a dinner party, so like they're what the, the people they choose to invite are Larry David, his ex wife Cheryl, Larry's cousin Andy, and his wife, who everybody and, hates. Every right. time we see them, and then yeah. some new guy Harry, who I guess is their accountant, and um, who else is anyone else there? And and Freddie Funkhauser. Yeah, yeah. Freddie Funkhauser. That's this. Well. That's this group. This doesn't make any sense. Well, let's go to the next dinner party. The, the next, next dinner party is even crazier. Yeah, so that's being hosted by cousin Andy and Cassie, right? Yeah, and and now there's yeah. a new couple who we've never seen before. They're and it's, yeah, yeah. So their cousin's business manager's girlfriend gets an invite <laughs> to this dinner party. Uh-huh. Yeah, so so that's Greg Schaefer. That's uh, the aforementioned yes. Jeff Schaefer. That's his brother. That's oh, his that's brother. cool. That's fine. Yeah, and so I guess he put his brother on the show. And then has the he been on the show played... before? Or this is the first time. No, no. this is his. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then and then the wife is played by Susie Henschel. Sounds like another member of the tribe. I couldn't tell from Googling if she is uh, uh, Greg's don't real ask. life partner or not. I don't think yeah, I'm not supposed to ask. Yeah. I don't think so. I did. I could. I, I tried to find that out. I couldn't find any evidence yeah. of that. She's a writer, not an actress, so she might just be another friend situation. Yeah. But oh, that also. Uh, that but yeah, but make, there's no explanation some, of what they're doing there. That would make some sense to me too, in terms of like COVID protocol filming. If like just bring people that we know are safe and are like in the uh, right. True. You know, just is, fill, fill is, it out. They're non-speaking roles. Like it'll be easy. Is Larry basically Jeff's only client? Like we rarely see Jeff. Yeah, I mean, client, I've kind no? of gotten that sense for a while. I don't know the historians. Are there? Are there? He are o- there other clients. He almost signed Rick or, Ricky Gervais, but uh, that didn't work yeah. out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. There might be a couple and others. He, he, but, like, yeah. he never. He wouldn't. He almost have signed Clive Owen. Same situation. Oh yeah, Clive. Almost Owen. signed Ben Affleck. Same situation. Every time he has another possible client, Larry basically ruins it. Larry yeah. Ruins yeah. It. Larry doesn't let him have a second client. Which I always argue yeah. just like adds further like interesting angle to like the whole like Susie Larry um, dynamic that like this is like Larry's like literally your only source of income and like the way that Susie treats Larry just like takes on a whole it next is, level. It is wild. Yeah. If, uh, imagine if you're imagine if like your significant other Josh like you had a boss. Yeah. Imagine if like every time. Let's say Rob was your boss for the purposes yeah. of this, like back in the day or something. Like, yes. Every time your wife saw him, she berated him to the point of like <laughs> just yeah. insanity. Yeah, <laughs> you'd be like, hey, like we can't eat tomorrow. We if, can't like... go. We can't go over. <laughs> right. Like, there's like literally an unlimited number of like managers in Hollywood that will yeah. take Larry David's business. Right. Uh, it. I laughed so hard when they were talking about uh, the the stage four cancer survivor oh, and the wisdom that was passed along that. Uh, that like got Larry to like lose all of his money to Cheryl or much of his money to Cheryl. And that kept Jeff and Susie's marriage alive. And just like the pure uh, disdain that uh, washes over both Larry and Jeff, I thought was incredible. 
Yeah, uh, too, like my, I think that's like basically my two favorite moments of this episode are just like shots of Jeff, like the, yeah. that one shot of Jeff with that like that like resignation on his face where he realizes he was almost We're out. We're supposed person. to be together, you know. Yeah, and like, oh. and then and then when they're in the supermarket, and they're like they're walking to check out, and he's just like holding a box of fruity pebbles. I love that. <laughs> yeah, uh, really, really. Good. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Um, what, give us some, uh, some, some bells and whistles uh, from the Pretty, Pretty, Pretty Good podcast. What would you do right now if this was, uh, if you had the full wheel over the show? Let's turn the wheel over to you. Uh, walk us through uh, things that we have not yet done on the podcast. Uh, we haven't discussed well, yet whether or not Goebbels is the goat. Uh-huh. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. I, I, I think that's, prob- that's, Let, that's probably uh, right that, that, yeah, that's probably a no. Uh, I think that's a, probably like a zero to four <laughs> vote. Larry even knowing favor. the word goat, like, yeah, he's the goat. Like, he's so <laughs> this is Larry never knows the cool lingo. Yeah. How many seven year olds? How many of our parents have ever if would be familiar with the term goat or would use the term goat? Because I'm gonna um, guess zero. I think Rabbi Lou would, would know me. the term goat. Well, he's only like forty-five because you're. Yeah, only he's not so. I mean, he's yeah. 60, yeah. 61. 62. I think yeah, I, I, I could. I could. Uh, he's around teenagers I, old. I could train my parents to use the term. Um, mm-hmm. I think it would last very briefly. Uh, but I think, like for like a solid week, I could imagine the world where they're they're saying goat. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like, they say Josh is not our goat child. Right. <laughs> yes, they would say that for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like Ben's the goat. <laughs> they uh they they yeah. quote that line: "The bigger the lie, the more they believe it." That was also the like the, the like the tagline quote for I believe uh, season five episode one of The Wire. There's that scene where they uh they do this like whole trick on a suspect with like the copy machine. Yeah. Um. And yeah, that's that's like you know every episode has like that like quote. That's like the quote of the episode, and that was there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it worked for for a time. I mean, like they, they you know, the the idea at least would, seemed like a good one, but then it it did get them stuck in the the hot dog eating competition world, 
which I'd be happy to see more of. I think I would, I, I would, I wouldn't mind like now having a storyline where Larry is like a champion hot dog eater. <laughs> we don't, yeah, we're never going to find that who won, how many hot dogs he ate. That's not totally come up like again. it's done, but like I would love to see it, Akiva. Yeah. Like I'd be very, I'd be very, deleted scene if, maybe yeah. HBO on, on YouTube. Yeah. 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 I also, I, I really love that they come back to that because like Alex and I have noted that like there's many episodes where like it ends on something that's like seems unnecessary to like go back to something else and here i thought it worked perfectly like they could have ended on like larry walking out after they say like we're in on maria sofia and going back to the hot dog eating contest i thought was like a great note to come back to yeah yeah um yeah i'm trying to think of like what would have i mean maybe is the episode like is this another instance of just like not like the best name for the episode like the mini oh, bar stuff yes. was fun but like yeah i don't think like i don't know like i, I would it's probably call like I would probably call this like the big lie or something like that, maybe. Uh, you know, like the, the hot dog like, contest. Yeah, the, the hot dog contest. Maybe the or like or like the yeah. audition tape. The audition the tape even the good. jacket. Even the jacket, which is you know a bit. We don't really see much of the jacket, what but it's a big part of we, the. Uh, is that Chekhov's jacket? Like, is the jacket like uh, being filed away to return at a later date? Who will took the we jacket? see the jacket again? Do we, we think Angelino was not sufficiently aggressive in, yeah. in getting the jacket? Yeah, who took Am it? I... Who took the jacket? Yeah, maybe Ted Dancy. sharing my screen. Maria Sophia, can I have your jacket? Can I have your jacket? Josh, you're, you're you're ticking off all my notes in in sequence. I was going to ask about the name of the episode. I was going to ask about the jacket. If we'll see that again, yeah, I'm all very right. impressed with you right now. Now you you go <laughs> next on your notes, and yeah. I'll tell you if that's where I was going to go next. <laughs> oh, I was going to make a reference to uh, the Jets uh, driving Larry to door yep. slamming. Yeah, yeah. Whether I've been uh, there. how many doors they've slammed because of a Jets game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll Whether say that was there. That was the one, th one of the couple things that I really didn't like about this episode. The whole like door slam gag, I thought was kind didn't of go anywhere in the end, yeah, yeah. kind of. I thought when he like squeaked the last time he squeaked the door, like in curb fashion, usually like that would be like, what if he does that? Here we're rewriting the episode. He does that, and someone off the street comes in and takes the jacket because he didn't close the door properly. Mm. And that's where the jacket is. Mm. You know, it's by the Could front be. door and it gets swiped. So will we get a flashback in the future episode? <laughs> yeah Anything's i think it's a very this is a significant unresolved uh mystery uh that Look, I feel every like... single episode of curb must have something that has never previously been mentioned that all of a sudden is mentioned nonstop. so last episode mm -hmm. was larry's towels right. so this episode it's larry's door slamming yeah everyone yeah. knows about it he's uh, he, he's door deaf are <laughs> so. you are, are are any of you door deaf do you feel like you're you're i'm a car door slammer good? yeah that's oh. dangerous i feel like Akiva. Mm. like that's mm -hmm. Uh, not on purpose. I just never, I've get never hurt. really, I've never really figured out the appropriate, you know, amount of power to use. Maybe I'm yeah. too strong for my own good. Yeah, yeah. I, I might be numb to door slams. When, when I was a kid, my sister's like go-to move when she was like having a meltdown was she would just like go to her room and like slam her door a hundred times in a row, yeah. like, oh, no. like for for an hour. She would just keep opening and slamming her door. Like that was like <laughs> you're how, desensitized at this point. Yeah. yeah. So it's like I don't even hear door slams anymore. I think. Yeah. Wow. Okay. How do you just feel about doors generally after that? Um, I try not to walk into them, but yeah. other than that. <laughs> well, yeah, that opens up a whole other can of worms. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you don't want anyone to look at you differently. His wife had him on the yeah. couch for years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, guys, we've 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 been talking for like forty minutes here, and we have yet to mm -hmm. mention Leon. Yeah, Leon had the, had the line of the episode, the right? Tap water. 
that they effing they effing been jerking the they've been they effing jerked the mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was an LOL for me. Yeah, uh, I love his water. I, one of his best. One of his best. Yeah, the tap water is a great idea. The flyer is also great. Where like it has three questions, and the third question is 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 your name Mary Ferguson? Like you want to lead with is your name Mary Ferguson? <laughs> um, we are like we are for sure going to Asia with Leon and uh Mary Ferguson, right? Like, I hope at, so. At this point, on like location? it is going to be so disappointing know. if we don't. In COVID time, on location, I know. You think we're going? It's no, gonna be tough. Yeah. I know. Um, yeah, so I, they have to have like a really funny payoff for like why it doesn't work out. So uh, if I set the over under at 0.5 more Mary Ferguson's this season, Josh is definitely going over. What if I set it at yeah. 1.5? Will we get at least two more Mary Ferguson this season? Mary so, Ferguson. right, Josh? I mean, Mary's we, Ferguson. yeah, Mary's because I, I like <laughs> Leon's in every episode. He's not like yeah. Ted Danson, you know? So, like, I, I think even in this episode, like, they did something smart, which is they got Garland and Leon to go shopping with him, which didn't really make sense, but it makes sense in terms of comedy. Like, just let the A team roll yes, through a supermarket exactly. and have fun yeah. for a few minutes. Yeah, that was I mean, I think that the Mary Ferguson stuff is clearly the Leon story. So, I think that, like, uh, I think maybe like I can imagine like third times the charm. And so like the third Mary Ferguson could take, but at the very least, like we are going to be hearing about, we're going to hear the words Mary Ferguson in every episode of this season. Uh, like that's not a question for me, um, but whether we're going to have more than one, I think I would take under, I think, I think there's going to be one more Mary Ferguson is going to be my mm. team. What about you? Keith? Yeah. What do you think? I think I'd go over, um, but, uh, you know, I wouldn't bet. I wouldn't bet. Uh, I wouldn't bet Larry's, uh, you know, guest house on sort it. Sort of like speed dating, like another speed dating round. And so there's yeah, like, montage, you know, like a maybe. cavalcade of yeah. Mary yeah. Ferguson's like that. I'm not counting. But like as far as like like flesh and blood, three dimensional Mary Ferguson characters. One more. We'll do what about one. somebody changes their name to Mary Ferguson? I think that happened well, yeah. once with like Yeah, a, that that seems like the easy the fix here. Just like find someone you like and then just What's have that easy to change, change your name. name? Emily, uh, my wife had a take uh, that she thinks that uh, by the end of this, the part of Mary Ferguson will be played by Maria Sophia uh, and that she will wind up going to, to Asia with Leon, uh, that that's the part of a lifetime. Mm, interesting. I like that. that I, th yeah, th that's a good one. We got to track that now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean Jeff Schaefer in, in an interview before the before the season, um, like described this episode as like this season as like a puzzle within a puzzle within a puzzle. So it's yeah. like I feel like nothing is is off limits in this season. Nothing is safe. No one is safe. I think by the way, that's also a reason why this episode was so good because there was a bunch of stuff in the first two episodes that didn't make sense to us that started the, to get connected. So for example, one of Avin and my big questions in episode one is like why the hell are they at Netflix instead of HBO? Why would HBO even allow that? Now we see it's because they're going to go through each one and they're sort of like trashing each one out the do door. You, do you think Hulu had to approve like, hey, we're going to go to Netflix. When that fails, in our moment of desperation, we're coming to you. And Hulu yeah. was like, fine. <laughs> I don't think yeah. I don't think they need permission. I don't that. think Apple TV would allow it or Disney Plus would allow it being second after Netflix like the. I mean, if Disney has a good that. sense of humor yeah. about themselves, they're like, oh, yeah, I mean, like Netflix before Hulu. There's no know? downside <laughs> getting free advertising on HBO Max. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I think Hulu knows they're not Netflix. Yeah, and I, yeah. but I even think like Disney, like uh, like uh, from like the top down, like even they're like, oh, yeah, well, Hulu's only got like five more years at most. Hmm. So, you know, like we can make a joke out of that. But, but here's a, here's another example. So in the first two episodes, we have, you know, the extremely diverse group of network assistants at Netflix. Yes. 
mm-hmm. and there's never a reference to it. And it's just sort of, you know, hanging out there like a big matzo ball. And we're like, how come Larry hasn't, you know, made any comment here? It's obviously yeah, a put, a, put his foot in the mouth or something. Yeah. So, right. And so now in this episode, we, we got a little bit of that with, with, with the pronoun thing yep. and then with the Jewish thing. And so, um, and so you know, again, I just think like, we're starting to see like, you know, they've left us little breadcrumbs in the first couple of episodes. And maybe we were, in, in hindsight, maybe we were judging them a little bit harshly. And maybe when Av and I do our, our rewatch of season 11 in 2026, we'll yeah. be a little bit higher on those first two episodes. Yeah. Although they do they do a very nice misdirect, I thought, where they're like, they Larry assumes diversity and is wrong. Mm-hmm. Right, yes. right, right. Uh, yeah. I don't think you would have done that before but then, but Larry Doesn't says, get the like fuck they're... out of here when they say they're not supposed to do something. Larry doesn't care. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. but that's his place to say about, like, about Jews, right? He's like, yeah, I got the, it's fine. Oh, it's because yeah. Of, yeah, he says that about Jews. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Mm. What 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 is your guys take on that. on the hot dog eating Akiva? I, I have very good yeah. uh, hearing when it comes to uh, you whispering about me on the podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. What what is your guys take on the hot dog eating contest as an idea? Like Larry gives it to Pat Oswald to Harry as the way you know as the thing to text the girl. Oh, as a dater, yeah. Well, yeah. I thought it was a good joke. And then, like, it's not received that way. And I think for me in that moment, like, then I would have to explain the joke. And, like, I wouldn't commit to the lie. I would explain the joke. And I think that, like, the fact that I have to explain that I wasn't being serious, like, kind of, like, tells me, like, where we're at in the situation. Like, I think uh, usually you'd get, like, a, oh, that's funny. And then, like, you could text the picture of hot dogs or be like, hey, I had 12 after. You're not usually going to get like, can I come with? Uh, no, no. I don't think you can send the pictures of the hot dogs and expect a favorable reaction. I think, uh, but like I, that's I, do one, think I think any- again, he's getting greedy with the if he's now sending the hot dog pictures. Anybody yeah, who's I- even 1% interested, if you're on like Hinge or whatever, and this comes up, you're getting... Uh, you're getting a response back about the, like that is that is a good idea. I don't I don't know comedically, but like that is a conversation starter. You know, if yeah. you're in the middle, you're talking about the hot dog eating contest. You're getting yeah, responses. definitely, definitely for sure. Uh, yeah, I was I was a bit confused in terms of like how they end up at this dinner party because like the whole idea is we're gonna go for drinks. She's in. Then he says dinner, and she goes to him for two days. Then he's like, oh well, just kidding about dinner because I have the hot dog eating contest the next day. Oh yeah. So why do they end up, up at a dinner party that night? <laughs> Yeah, the night. Before, yeah, that's a good point. Didn't know he was a big celebrity who does hot dog eating contests. Uh-huh. <laughs> now she's in. <laughs> yeah, now she's hooked. Yeah, Maybe she hates hooked. watching people eat, and she knows he's not going to eat at for, because he's saving himself for the that's hot dog. But she really wants to go to the competition, so she must not be. Yes. Uh, yeah, I guess yeah. that's true. Yeah, that's a flaw in my logic. She's going to watch him eat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else from the episode? What What haven't we hit? Probably a lot. <laughs> Leon stole a dog. Wait, Leon stole well, a dog. I missed that. Well, he says yeah, he, he kept the dog for six years. So, but that implies what he returned it after six years. Yeah, I don't know. He says he found the dog and he kept it because he liked it. And then, like, he would see the signs referring to the dog that he was currently in possession of, and he would just he would just like laugh at it and keep it. I want to be really respectful here, uh, especially coming off of the heels of the Angel Muffin episode. So, I don't mm-hmm. want to get Dylan O'Brien mad at me. But like, we're still putting the poster up at six at year six. <laughs> right. It's also a very risky, you know, like stealing a dog in the neighborhood in which you live is kind of like, you know, trying to commit in-person voter fraud in your own neighborhood. Like you're risking that you're going to be caught by the person putting up the very sign that you're walking past with that dog. It's a bad strategy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess you can just immediately say, oh, I just found it. I was walking over to return it. <laughs> yeah. Leon doesn't guess... necessarily always think things through. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but it works out for him in the for the most part. So <laughs> for the most part. Um, yeah. <laughs> any episode rankings or anything you want to do here? You want to save that? You want to hang on to that? We could do that. Uh, hey, we don't have to save anything from you. 
We can, uh, yeah, we can how, let we. How do you, how do you do this? Where where do you want to? How, what what's what's the data that you you need to? Input? We do well, we do we do yeah. rankings on a zero to five pretty good scale. We do a come okay. with guy and we do a fucking asshole. Yeah, let's I have do to it. Say fucking asshole on this yeah, podcast. Well, you've enough. done it now twice, so let's keep. <laughs> you know, we'll, I guess we'll keep doing it. If you remember to self censor, that's awesome. But if you don't, you know, it's a Kirby enthusiasm podcast. Yeah, sure. um, it's the name of the uh, the award. So lead it lead us through it. Uh, you want you want us to give a, from a zero to five. Yeah, zero to five, pretty good scale. The five being the highest, I'll relative go, to other episodes of Curve. I, I mean, I would give, I would give the mini bar. Like, I feel like that's like a, a like I'll go in like uh, increments of point five. So, like, is a three point five too low? I mean, I think like it was, it was a. Oh, really, we gotta hear you say it. I gotta hear yeah. you say it. It's a pretty, 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 pretty good. Right? How do you guys like, do halves? You do. Yeah. We have we have That's a we have a divergence. We do it different ways. Yeah. Okay. Because I've been on the, the show, word very quickly, or you can say the first half of the word. Yeah. Your your choice. I think like the first half, half of it. Like I feel yeah. like it was it was I I really enjoyed it, but I also enjoyed the first. I'm very easy to please with this show. Like I'm kind of like I'm like yes or no with curb your enthusiasm, and I'm right. like very rarely a no. Uh, yeah, so I think that yes, I, but I'm like I'm being like gun shy of like I don't want to say this is like a transcendent episode. It was the best episode right. of the season so far, but it's episode three. Yeah, I think particularly with like uh, late era curb, it's like very hit or miss. Yeah, Keep, uh, yeah I'm ranking? I'm pretty 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 pretty. This is normally like a three point two five out of five episode or three and a half. But coming off the heels of last week, they just needed like Bounce we need back. a win after a yeah. loss. So sure. the fact that this was good and also sets this table better even though it wasn't just like a table setting episode than the last two to me is like it's a season saver so i give it four out of five okay yeah i'm right there with this was bad. we might like josh and i like if this episode just had nothing josh and i like might have had a conversation after it's like do we need to cover all that you know <laughs> yeah. but, like this i think saved it like all right yeah we could keep going yeah, yeah i'm right there. has to give us a reason to keep watching yeah. I'm right there with Keeve. I, I I give this four pretties. Pretty, 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 pretty good. Um, this is yeah, again, like not an all-time great, not an episode that like you need you need to tell people like, oh, you gotta be watching the season of Curb Enthusiasm because season three was like an all-timer, but a clear cut above what we've seen so far, and just like a really enjoyable episode beginning to end with like tons of laughs. I think a couple iconic things, like the middling is like a really good concept. Um, like Elon Gold as like, you know, like the overly Jewish thing, you know, they've done that before, but I thought he pulled it off really well. Um, I, you know, this is just like a really strong episode of Curb to me. So it's like clearly an above average episode. So I give it a four. Yep. And, uh, we're, it's almost a clean sweep. We're just half a pretty short from Jeff. Uh, yeah. excuse me. Yeah. You can call me Jeff. I don't know why I just call you call Jeff. Me, call me whatever you want. <laughs> from, from Josh. Yeah. But I also, I think this episode was pretty, 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 pretty good. Better. Than I wonder I, if uh, there's a Jeff Wiggler much. out there. Is there a J- <laughs> let's let's look. And it's definitely going to be a J-E-F-F. We're not getting like a G-E-O. The G-E-O. The G-E-O-F-F. Yeah. Is there yeah. a Jeff Wiggler? No, it just all comes. Oh, there yeah, was an, it... an Andrew Jeffrey Wiggler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was born uh, in 1965. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of Josh Wiggler. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of <laughs> Uh, so but, uh, I yeah. apologize this to episode... Jeff Wiggler if you're out there for uh, I buried you yeah. on Google. Sorry. <laughs> this episode very good to me. I have it ranked out of the 84 episodes in seasons one through nine and 11 that we've rated so far. I have it at 23. Oh, that's so... really high. Okay. 
Well, yeah. I gave it four, four out of five. That's what it means, right? I mean, it's, that's uh, a, that's top. very, that's uh, pretty, 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 pretty bad. If that's like the highest rank from season eleven, probably though, right? Like, if it doesn't get better than this, I mean, if I had to guess, and that's an interesting game you're challenging us with, Josh, or should I call you Jeff? Um, you can call me Jeff. Of the ten episodes of this season, where do you think this will end up being in the ranking of the ten? I'm going to say it's going to end up being the second best episode of the season. I think we'll get one better, but I'm not going to be greedy and ask for two. That's a good question. Yeah. I mean, if this is lower than that, 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 that would be fantastic. That means it's a really great episode, great, great season of Curb. Yeah. I mean, I, I would hope we get two or three or four or five episodes better than this. But yeah, this is going to be one of the best episodes of the season, I think. Yeah. Like top three. Top three. I'll call it. I'll say. Yeah. Top if this three. is third, I'll be fine. Yeah. I'll be happy yeah. if this is three. Uh, all right. Come with, guy. We all get all one right. pick. Yeah, I'll go first. Um, uh, to me, actually, um, yeah, I'm going to say that my come with gal is Maria Sophia. I didn't love her <laughs> in episode one, but again, just the distance in this episode, whether they're hers or on the page, or she's just all over the place in shocking and hilarious directions. The, the, the physical fight that she gets into with Cheryl and then, and then the Ted appearance is I'm trying to think of like a like a fist fight in a, in a, in a, in a, in a movie or a show that has like shocked me more. The only one I can think of is in the original Borat movie in like 2007 <laughs> yeah. or whatever. And I saw that I saw it at a, like a premiere. So it was a completely packed theater. And when they did like the naked wrestling in, in the in the uh, hotel, I like couldn't breathe. I was I was laughing so hard. Mm -hmm. And and this was you know not that level. I also hopefully I'm slightly more mature than I was 14 years ago. Not much. Um, but to me, like she was just she's dynamite. She's she's like throwing 103 miles an hour and wild, but effectively wild. You don't know what she's going to do next. Yeah. Yeah. It hasn't been since Chet shirt since we saw Ted dancing down on the floor like that. Yes. <laughs> it's been a long it's time. A, it's a callback. Who's your come with guy? Av? Yeah, I'm, I'm I, I agree with Alex. It's got to be Maria Sophia. She just like her, the physical comedy, the, like, just like the, the fierceness that, that when she approaches, uh, you know, the attempt to get her jacket back, um, you just got to respect that. I mean, she yells out, eat them latkes at one point. I mean, <laughs> just like she just wins the episode right there. If she had done nothing else. Yeah. I like how she did research on Jews. And, and she said that I grimaced. I'm like, oh, here comes the anti-Semitism. And all she yeah. said is that we use our hands a lot, which we do. I've yeah. been reading up on the Jews. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The gesticulation is not necessarily off base. Like I feel that like that's definitely mm -hmm. me. Uh, yeah. Keep who's your come with guy or gal. Uh, yeah. I think it has to be Maria Sophia. I'll say this. Uh, I thought Cheryl Hines had one of her better episodes in years. I thought she was I think really I'm, good. I'm leaning Cheryl uh, because like at first it's just, you know, it's another client. Right. You know, but like, she goes she goes for a second round with Maria Sophia. Mm -hmm. Like that's commitment. Like this is like a good teacher. She's like not ready to just abandon her student. She goes she she says take 5 and come back. Yeah, like we talked Cheryl's about like real come with in this episode. Yes. We talked about like giving her storylines that aren't just about like will they or won't they or her new boyfriend and this is a perfect this is a perfect storyline they picked. They did a good yeah. job. I thought so. Well, again, uh, they need to find some reason to get her in the shit because, yeah, it can't just be will there or won't they anymore. It doesn't, you know, as Av and I were saying, the reason that you become an acting coach is because, you know, you sort of failed out of acting, but you you, you didn't take, uh, you, you did sign a prenup or you don't have, you know, a quarter of a billion dollars. So I don't know why she needs to be an acting coach, but she wants to and more power to her. Well, I mean, people so. want to work. It's not just, but yeah. that was, that was a funny thing also where Larry has like a moment of fury when he realizes like, oh, she, stage four <laughs> woman is the one who told you yeah. not to take the yes. prenup. But then but there's it's even like the better Jeff's reaction yeah. when Susie talks about how they stay together. Because you think like Larry's going to be mad because like Susie's yeah. the bane of his existence. But then they like pan to 
Jeff, yeah. and you realize like, oh, that ruined his life. That That's so funny. Yeah. Are they gonna are they gonna split up again this this season? Like, I I think they like like teasing that. They had well, the, they had the random abortion thing last week. Yeah, well, well Jeff recently got divorced in real life, and Curb sometimes tries to imitate real life. So maybe. I really hope not. I really like. I I don't think that this is a this is a fragile ecosystem. Like we we have survived the the Larry and Cheryl divorce. Um, I don't know that we should go through Jeff and Susie's divorce. I think it is their their horrible, horrible marriage is such a central character on the show uh, that I would be I would be pretty broken up about their breakup. I'm I'm rooting against that. Thumbs down. Hard pass. Yeah, I don't think. Look, he survived. He didn't get divorced in the episode when everybody got divorced, right? When Funkman got divorced and when yeah. LD got divorced. So I think uh, he he missed the boat. Divorces yeah. are no longer in. I think that's done. Um, what's this last one? The F yourself award. What is this? This is this is the F and A hole. It's just uh-huh. like the worst, the worst yeah. person of the episode. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna go with cousin Andy here. Like he can't handle the middle. <laughs> um. I mean, just like his presence on screen is just like very depressing and pathetic. Um. And like he has to like go to Larry to like grovel to like, hey, would you want to come to our house for a dinner party and and serve as the middle to like kind of like make our dinner party work? Um. Yeah, I mean, like you just like you're the F and A all the episode if that's what you're doing. I feel like it's Jeff uh, to not to throw myself under the bus, but like to <laughs> to like uh, be on like to like have the idea of like pretending that you have like like terminal four like stage four terminal cancer uh, and like to like to come up with that idea to like get out of this pickle is pretty shitty on one uh, you know on the first level, but to be the one to act it out. Uh, and also to do like a kind of sloppy job about it at first with this, like I like a waffle with my breakfast burrito <laughs> stuff, which is just like alien talk. Uh, like I feel like this was this was bad from from Jeff. Just a lack of options, I think. Jeff uh, Jeff gets it from me. Oh yeah, Jeff obviously has uh, been the uh, the fucking asshole many times before. Yeah. I will note this is the second time that Av has nominated cousin Andy. In the black swan. Well, I mean, cousin Andy. Like, if we never saw him again, it would be too soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Akiva, uh, who 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 is your uh, effing a hole? Yeah, I mean, like Maria Sofia is like basically evil. She's so funny, but she's basically an evil character. But yeah, I think it has to go to Jeff this week. Oh, wow. uh, he pretended to be a stage four person just to trick a guy into ruining his business to lose his daughter a job that he has gotten for her. No, but bad. you guys think it was Jeff's idea? I think it was Larry's idea. Oh, yeah, it was Larry's idea. That is true. But it's but hard, to, a, it's to, hard to give it. to Larry every week. And Jeff, Jeff is the one acting this out. Yeah. Yeah. So so last week, Jeff uh, cheated on his wife and, and gave some and had someone get an abortion. But this week, he uh, pretended, this week he was worse. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's pretty um, bad last week, too. Uh, yeah. But Jeff is usually pretty terrible. Yeah, uh, and that's like part of the. the but that's the, why our expectation, like, in order yeah. for him to be it, or Larry, or you know, one of those people, they really have to meet it. Um, wait, did you say who you wanted, Josh? You said Jeff. Yeah, also, Jeff. Right? Yeah, yeah, Jeff, Jeff. Jeff. Jeff is. Yeah, Jeff's warm. All right, I, I'm gonna do something that I don't know if I've ever done before. If I have, maybe it's only once or twice. I could check my records later. I'm gonna give the uh, both awards to the same person, Maria Sophia. She's just... why? What did she do? <laughs> she started. I mean, she physically fought Cheryl. She attacked. She, her, she, she, punched, attacked she punched. She punched Jensen, our mom. She punched hero, our who's mom. An old man. Yeah. yeah. She punched our mom. <laughs> you, you, yeah. She. You, she. She attacked. I mean, she's a complete psychopath. Again, it's amazing. Yeah. But like in the context of the show, um, although. You know, I think Cheryl actually, you know, we have a we have a listener, Jared, who always uh, always nominates Cheryl no matter what she does. 
She tried to sink Larry's show, is our theory, right? By sending that tape into Hulu. <laughs> so that, that, that's, that's, a, that's kind of a dick move by Interesting. Cheryl. Interesting. Although justified, considering that Larry sent this crazy person to his house to attack her. But uh, to me, it's Maria Sophia. Uh, she, she's, uh, she, she's both the come with gal and the effing a-hole of the episode. Today. Yeah, I think that works. I think that works. All right. Let's call it here. Uh, that was a pretty, pretty, pretty good podcast, I thought. I think so. Don't only, you, only two pretties? Don't you do the thing where, I think, I, did I do three? You did three. You did three. I think okay. I did. Alex three. can't. Alex doesn't yeah. know to count. I give it a three. I give it a three. Three pretties. This is pretty yeah, good. I'll take it. Yeah. You know, I thought that was. I thought that was fine. Uh, give the give the plugs again. Where where are people finding you? Give the twitters. Give the podcast plugs. Shout it all out from the rooftops. Yeah, so we're pretty, pretty, pretty good. That's three pretties, one yeah. good. Uh, drop the three, add the one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, you can find us on on Anchor, on Spotify, on Apple, on all the other podcast platforms. You can find us on Twitter at I don't even know what we are on Twitter. What are we? Pretty good curbot or something? I don't just know. Just Google pretty, us. pretty good yeah. curbot. I'm, I'm at Asinensky. What are you? You're at Hester ninety nine. Yeah. Um, you could you could email us with any uh, questions, feedback, comments, criticisms. At, at curbpostman at gmail.com. Um, and we'll uh, we'll read your comments on the podcast no matter what you say. We're we're obligated by the bylaws of the podcast. You read so. you read everything that comes your way? Yeah, well, we don't get that as many uh yeah. as enemy as many emails as some other podcasts, but yeah, we read everything. We get, we get fewer than you'd think. Yeah, we and read I, everything. And I still well, no, we don't read the ones feedback. that there's some that are not intended to be read on the air, but uh, yes. Uh, uh, yeah, so we won't read it against your will on the air. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess I should. Darkest yeah, where our our Twitter is at pretty good curb. Subscribe to the pretty 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 good podcast and be a part of half of the curb your enthusiasm podcast audiences. Yeah, yeah. Uh, true. And yeah. you got you got eighty plus episodes to catch up on if you're, uh, if you're so inclined. It's a. Do you remember which episode, Josh? Which episode were you on? Oh God, I don't. Was, remember. On... was it was it something? Was it the weatherman? No, no, it was the carpool lane. The carpool link. I don't yeah. remember what episode because of on Hurley. Hurley. With Hurley, Hurley was on there. Uh, Keeve was on the uh, the dog sniffing corpse, season right. three, episode uh, seven. Yes, right. Yes. Uh, oh, that, that yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And then you like you hang up on people during the podcast, isn't that like the bit? Who no, I don't think we've done that. Didn't you hang up on me or something like that? No, I don't think so. You think of you think of Rob with uh, with Randy? No. No, I don't know. There's like something where like Chester, you, you guys say do a, a bit? line, and then the podcast is done. No, no, no. Oh, oh, no. Yeah, There's the podcast ends. The podcast ends with us saying a sentence, which leads into Larry saying the words "pretty, pretty, pretty, pretty good," which was which is the worst thing we've ever yeah. done because it forces us every single week yeah. to try to like shoehorn some way into end the podcast. Kick yeah, I just want everyone to know at that point when uh, Chester said the words "pretty, pretty, pretty good," I removed him from the ah. voice call, <laughs> and he is no longer eligible to speak on the podcast. Can I so. plug um, our guest last week? Deidre got um, got Angel Murphins. Yes, that's right. Angel Angel Murphins is in the universe. Congratulations, Angel Murphins. Congratulations, Deidre. Fantastic stuff. Uh, really, really, really terrific. Do you end a podcast after saying really, really, really terrific? You could. You could. Uh, all right. Uh, Keeve, anything else to plug? Renap, what's going on? Uh, Renap, this week we did five different episodes. Uh, in one, we had Nicole Sesternito make her debut. Puya came on. Some were good, some weren't, but uh, you know, <laughs> there's a new episode every week. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Listen, you it's, win some, you lose some. It's okay. It's still go. fans with the formerly of this episode, Alex Chester. Yeah, yeah. And GOG, he's back, coming, and he's back uh, in the Stone Age with the Flintstones. 
Uh, Av, now that you're the only one from the Pretty 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 Good podcast on the podcast, you get to choose if you want to be Fred or Barney. Um, I'll be Barney. Fred okay. is too high stakes. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm going to be on uh, NGOG next week. Actually, so Ooh, wow. The, uh, was the that a scoop? Continues. Was that a spoiler, Keeve? Did, uh, did you I don't get know. I, 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 we have a doc, but I don't always check it. So yeah, fair enough. Um, all right, we'll always check with your doc. Uh, all right, so much happening on Poster Recaps. Tons of podcasts. Succession, Insecure, uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. We have the whole HBO Sunday Night lineup. We've got Dexter podcasts. The show returned. It was fine. We'll talk about that. Uh, plenty of other things happening on PSR. So check it out wherever you get your podcasts. We'll close it out here. We'll be back next week. Episode four. Episode four is called uh, the, the watermelon. watermelon. I'll bring Chester back for speculation on the watermelon. Chester, any speculation on the watermelon? Um, so at the end of our episodes this week, this season for season 11, what we've been doing, Av and I, is we've been playing the trailer for the next episode on the air live. So, so you know, I saw the link on YouTube for the trailer. I haven't seen it yet, so I know nothing about it yet. But okay. I will guess that a watermelon will be involved. I'm going to that Larry is pivoting from a hot dog eating contest to a watermelon eating. Oh contest. yes, he's just becoming a professional competitive eater. Mm. Yes, yes, uh, yeah. I mean, he could be a watermelon champion. That'd be all right. That'd be fine. Hot dogs. I, I would eat 10 hot dogs sooner than I could eat uh, a full watermelon. <laughs> ten, in 10, 10 watermelons. One watermelon in 10 minutes. I like my odds against 10 hot dogs better. I feel like one watermelon is too much food to eat. In, uh, I, I've never eaten a watermelon in my life. So. What? Wait, what? Wait, wait, what? What Let's are you talking about? I think we're this gonna requires a separate we podcast. We are putting a pin in that. We <laughs> will talk about that next week. I'm going to wrap it up here. Take care, everybody. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Emergency podcast at 30. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.